are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to an April 1st Sunday night edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, writer and editor at LeBron Wire, part of the USA Today NBA Wire sites, former Blazer beat writer at the Vancouver Columbian, and your host here on Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hope you all had a great weekend, Easter weekend, Good Friday, and all that stuff. Uh, if you celebrate that, I know some for some people it's Passover, so uh, you know, or it could have just been Sunday uh, and, a, and a nice weekend. So either way, you know, we had the Final Four. There's lots of basketball, so if you like basketball, this weekend was great for you. Uh, today, I watched uh, the Cavs game. There was the Women's National Championship game, which was amazing. The end of it was fantastic. Uh, Oklahoma City against the Pelicans, which was a big game. For both teams. And then Portland in the nightcap against the Memphis Grizzlies capping off their second game of the weekend. And they get a very nice win against a, you know, not a good team. But most importantly, after both the games this weekend, the Blazers are officially going to the playoffs. This is not an April Fool's joke. They are in the playoffs. They have not clinched the third seed necessarily, but they are officially in the postseason. And uh, they have locked that up with 10 days left to go in the season. So uh, pretty impressive stuff considering the, the Portland over-under at the beginning of the season was 42.5. Actually, no, it wasn't 42.5. It was 40.5. Uh, that was actually Philadelphia that had 42.5 is what I was getting mixed up with. But Portland coming into the season at 40.5. Uh, I think the, the consensus was from most people – was they were going to be lucky to make the postseason, that the West was too good, everyone was too loaded, you know, all the the teams loaded up. Uh, I think, you know, the Clippers were getting a lot of preseason buzz. The Nuggets were getting a lot of preseason buzz. There were a lot of teams that just because they had new players for the Oklahoma City, uh, a lot of teams had new players, Houston, obviously, uh, and that, you know, that wasn't wrong. But lots of teams had new players they didn't have uh, – it w- wasn't – Portland didn't have a sexy summer. You know, they had a summer where uh, they, they kept the team together and then they kind of ran it back to hoping on some development and improvement from guys. And they ended up getting that, and now they've made the playoffs after beating the Clippers on Saturday – or on Friday night, excuse me, 105-96. Nurkic had a big game in that one against Andre Jordan, which I thought was pretty cool. For Nurk, considering, I think, uh, right before the trade deadline, I think pretty much everybody in Portland wanted the Blazers to trade for DeAndre Jordan and were, were pretty ready to move on from Nurk. And, and Nurk has really turned it around during this really big stretch of, of great play by the Blazers. And credit to him. And, and, and that game on Friday was really big for him. It helped them survive a rough night from Damon CJ, who went... 11 of 31 combined uh, against the Clippers. And then tonight, as I mentioned, the Blazers take care of business against the Grizzlies to wrap up their playoff spot and wrap up the clincher. And now they have a three-game lead 
for the third seed in the Western Conference over the Spurs, who beat Houston today at home. Uh, Damon CJ came back from a, a rough night on Friday to have a pretty solid game tonight. Dame had 27 points and 9 assists. Well, CJ had 20 points and 9 assists. Portland led by as many as 24. Memphis made a run towards the end of the game. And it also helped that they got big nights from Alfaruk Aminu and Evan Turner. Each scored 17. Aminu had a double-double of 17 and 10. Uh, Nurk also scored in double figures. Wasn't necessarily his greatest game, but like I said, he carried the team the other night against the Clippers. Myers Leonard also came in and gave the Blazers some good minutes because Ed Davis is going to be out for about two weeks uh, with a sprained ankle. He suffered that in the game against the Clippers, and that is not great, obviously, because of how crucial Myers Leonard has, or not Myers Leonard, Ed Davis, excuse me, has been to this team all season long. And, uh, you know, the struggles that Myers has had getting on the court, staying on the court uh, throughout his career. Uh, but he had good minutes tonight for the Blazers, had 19 minutes, 6.5 rebounds, and kind of at least tonight, won those minutes from Caleb Swanigan, who uh, was you know got more of a chance to play tonight as well. But uh, they really only need at least one more big man, and then I think they'll probably allocate more minutes to Shabazz, more to Turner, and to try and make up for the loss of Harkless, who they're also without. So the Blazers getting bit a little bit by the injury bug here, but uh, the good news for them is that they have locked up a postseason berth now. They can do more to add to their standing and add to the cushion for that third seed in the Western Conference when they hit the road uh, on a four-game road trip here that they'll be on before they come back home and finish out the season with a home game next Wednesday against the Utah Jazz. But uh, they get a win against the Grizzlies, and you know I guess it's that's really not that important because you know they only played Marcus all twenty minutes tonight. They're they're pretty much not playing their important players in the clutch moments of these games. Uh, Gasol has has been upset about it before, and and talked about it in the media actually, and and this has been an ongoing thing for the the Grizzlies. So Portland took advantage of a team that really uh, does not uh, want to win, but this is still there's still a lot to be decided uh, with regards to Portland, their playoff opponent, uh, and and who they're going to face. Because uh, while Portland over the last three or four weeks has done an excellent job of separating themselves uh, from the rest of the pack in the Western Conference, there's still a big uh, glut of teams there uh, that are all within you know, three games of each other right now. There's there's six teams within three games of each other if you include the Nuggets who are, are currently uh, a game out of the playoffs and three back of the Spurs. So uh, this is still uh, an important stretch here and a stretch that it'll be important to pay attention to, maybe, maybe to figure out who Portland will play uh, in the first round because as it stands right now, we, we really don't know and, and we frankly may not know until the end of the season. But we're going to talk about big games ahead for the Trailblazers, both their games and games involving teams that they could potentially face in the postseason. So we'll look ahead at big games outside of Portland since Portland has clutched a playoff spot. But there's still important stuff that needs to be sorted out that doesn't really have to do with them. 
And then, and, and although some of it does, because uh, Portland will have an opportunity to play some of these teams that they could potentially face in the first round in San Antonio and, and Denver especially. So uh, we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to look ahead at the road trip that the Blazers start in Dallas on Tuesday. So uh, looking at that, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. As I mentioned, we're going to look here at the rest of the Western Conference. Big games ahead for the teams that are jockeying for playoff position, fighting to even make it into the playoffs. uh, Games that will affect who Portland plays in the first round. Because uh, if they haven't clinched it yet, but with five games to go and a three-game cushion, uh, it seems pretty likely that Portland will hold on to the third seed. So, uh... As I mentioned, it looks like Portland's going to hold on to the third seed. San Antonio is currently behind them by three games. The Thunder are at three and a half. You have the Jazz, who went into Minnesota tonight and beat down the Minnesota Timberwolves. You have them four games back of Portland. who That is currently who Portland would face in the first round, would be the Utah Jazz, who have given the Blazers trouble this season. Then you have the Pelicans who are currently in 8th place. They're 5 games back of Portland. Then you have the Nuggets, who are at 6. And then way, way back, uh, you have the Clippers, who still have a chance to make the postseason, but uh, no no conceivable chance of, of getting up into the 3rd the or 4th seeds uh, at this point. But they still have a, an outside chance, and they luckily for them, they have chances uh, to win games against teams that they're right behind in the standing. So... The Clippers aren't necessarily done yet either, even though Portland dealt them a blow to their playoff chances on Friday. Uh, basically, every game involving the Thunder, Jazz, Spurs, Wolves, Pelicans, Clippers, Nuggets, you know, those are all going to be big games. So that's a lot of games. I try to narrow down the list uh, of the most important games down the stretch here for both of these teams because uh, Portland is actually involved in some of them. And while Portland might have their seed locked up and they might already know that they're going to be in the third seed, you know, the way they play might impact who they play. So that adds a little bit of intrigue perhaps to uh, the final games of the season. Uh, I, I, it'll be interesting to see how Portland approaches it because, uh, you know, do they rest their guys or do they try and uh, influence these these results so that they get a more uh, a matchup that they prefer more? Uh, so the games, the the really big games here down the stretch of the season in these last ten days, uh, going to start with April fifth, the Clippers and Jazz face off in Salt Lake City, and then Minnesota at Denver on April fifth. Then April seventh, that's going to be this. Saturday, Nuggets, Clippers, then you have Portland at Denver next Monday, which is probably going to be a huge game for Denver. They're fighting for their playoff lives. Former Blazer Will Barton saving the Nuggets playoff chances the other night in Oklahoma City with an incredible layup to force overtime against Steven Adams. So that's going to be a really important game for Denver, and I'm sure uh, Yusuf Nurkic wouldn't mind sending uh, his former team home for the summer once again. I, I, I don't think that would uh, I don't I, I definitely think that that would cross his mind. And then uh, you have the final day of the season, which 
it just so happens is is incredibly important for all these teams, and uh, a lot of them are facing each other. You're going to have Utah at Portland, which could potentially be uh, a scout almost for Utah if Utah remains in sixth. Uh, they could come here, play, and, and they'd probably stay for a little while because they'd have to they'd have to play, uh, so, and they'd get a first look at the Blazers in that. So it, it, I don't think Portland would play any of their guys uh, as to not kind of tip any anything to them in terms of strategies and, and ways they might guard Donovan Mitchell uh, and, and ways they might defend the Jazz to try and stop them and beat them in, in a series. So... That is an interesting layer to the the Utah-Portland season finale. Then, in addition to that game, Minnesota against Denver and San Antonio against New Orleans both happen on that final Wednesday of the regular season. So, uh, big games on the schedule. Portland is involved in a good number of them. And they also, you know, have a still have to to seal their seed uh but they'll have a really good opportunity to do that when they face the dallas mavericks on tuesday and we're going to talk about the mavericks game we're going to talk about this road trip but big game still yet to play and uh still lots of different teams that portland could face in the first round of the playoffs so watch out for those games and and those are going to be the ones probably that decide uh who portland plays in the first round but uh we're going to stop that segment and then we're going to look ahead to the road trip coming up here portland's final road trip of the regular season before they come home and close out the season against the utah jazz so uh portland hosts the dallas mavericks uh, or not hosts excuse me visit the dallas mavericks i'm sorry it's late it's been a lot of basketball watching uh but Portland will go to Dallas to start a four-game road trip where they will do the Texas trio before they head to Denver to face the Nuggets on their way home. And they're going to start with a team that I just saw play earlier today, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, The Mavericks, like the Grizzlies, are tanking. Uh, Portland's other the rest of their schedule is is not easy. It's a bunch of teams. Perhaps Houston might be resting guys, but Mike D'Antoni just said today he wants to keep his guys in a rhythm, so maybe Portland won't get so lucky in that regard to not have to face Harden and Paul. Uh, but regardless, uh, Portland has an opportunity to win some games here, lock up their seed, and the, the team that they face on Tuesday, like I said, they're tanking. Uh, they, they played Cleveland tonight. And Harrison Barnes had 30 points, and they waited way too long to bring him back into the game. They're clearly not trying to win games right now. I mean, Mark Cuban uh, got in trouble, got fined by the NBA, excuse me, uh, for saying that he want, that the team was going to tank on a podcast. So uh, they're pretty open about the tanking, uh, the Mavericks are. And so uh, Portland will go to Dallas and probably pick up a win. Dennis Smith Jr. is really good. He can still, you know, break you down. Portland has been a really good defensive team all year that I don't think he's going to do a whole lot. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki can still uh, do some things. 
and, and and shoot the ball, stretch the floor, cause some problems, but he's he's clearly not the same. And I think Nurkic can have a, a really big game against uh, a, a light team on the interior against the the Mavericks. They're also down a bunch of guys. Wesley Matthews had a broken has a broken leg, uh, and he's done for the season. Salah Mejri, who has been a pretty solid center for the Mavericks, he's not going to play. Seth Curry's out for the season, so a lot of the better guys on Dallas, especially on the perimeter, they're not even there. Uh, so Portland really should take care of this game. And even if Portland gets off to a bad start, uh, there's a really good chance that Dallas will purposely uh, not play their best guys in clutch moments of this game so that Portland can win. I know that Terry Stotts and Rick Carlisle are pretty competitive, and that might change things a little bit uh, because they're old pals and co-workers. But uh, I... I don't see uh, Portland losing that game, but uh, we've been surprised before. But I think with Dame on the road, which was the, the difference in that Memphis game, I think with Dame with the team, I think they're going to take care of business in Dallas. Then they will head to Houston on Thursday before they face the Spurs over the weekend. Then they head to Denver. So uh, lots of big games. Denver, like I mentioned, going to be fighting for their playoff lives. San Antonio, to an extent, fighting for their playoff lives as well. They've done a nice job over the last couple of days to win their games while teams have behind them have you know lost some important ones. Oklahoma City losing to Denver, that was one. Uh, the, the Pelicans slipping a little bit here. So uh, San Antonio needs to win that game as well to try and get into the fourth seed, maybe get on the same side of the bracket as, as the Rockets, and perhaps they think they have a matchup there because uh, they, they've done a pretty nice job against it. They beat them in the postseason last year. Granted, they didn't have Chris Paul, but uh, that game's going to matter to the Spurs. So big, important games. Houston's locked into their seed, but I, they might just play that game. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. And then Utah going to be coming in here in 10 days. So we're going to have another podcast uh, before the next game. Monday is a day off for the entire NBA. So go watch that uh, national championship game between Michigan and Villanova. Should be a fun, fun one. Uh, love the way that Villanova plays. think it's a good matchup with the uh, Michigan team, the size that they have. Uh, so it should be a fun national championship game. No NBA games, as I mentioned, uh, tomorrow. So uh, Blazers back on the court Tuesday in Dallas, but we'll have a podcast before that. So uh, keep it locked here on Locked on Blazers. Leave a review, tell your friends, and uh, we will see you before Tuesday's game against the Dallas Mavericks.